is the way. What's going on, everyone? This is the tagline. It is Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Central Time. We are the Cine Fanatics. My name is Robert Adams. I am thoroughly impressed with this stream deck. Yeah. Uh, oh, this, also, I'm Chris Adams. This toy's a lot of fun. I absolutely love it. Uh, what's going on, y'all? Like we said, it's the tagline. We're here to talk some movies and some whatnot and teach uh, you about my stuff. My favorite thing is to talk about whatnot. Uh, I love. I've been talking I about whatnot love, all day. Love talking about whatnot. I work customer service. That's all I ever talk about with customers when they come in with their whatnots, and I talk about their whatnots and just eh. their whozits and their whatnots. Their whozits and their whatnots. That's fantastic. Um, let me do something real quick. There we go. All right. We are officially live. Okay. So. Oh, you just uh, you just tweet that out? Yep, just tweeted that out. Very nice. All right. I love that toy. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this could be kind of a fun show because, I mean, we actually do have uh, some movie news to talk about. I know the Ooh. thumbnail was all eager talking about uh, TV, as we see. Uh, we got in the chat <laughs> Rachel Arrow Alice saying, the TV fanatics are here. Yep, we should change the name of this channel for just one night only. TV fanatics, yes. Let me tell you all the TV shows that I'm watching right now. There's uh, <laughs> Garth is saying some night Chris will comb his hair up and Robert will comb his hair down yeah. just to mess with us. That's actually kind of funny. I'll comb my hair up when I get a haircut. Right now it's, I can't do anything with it. This is, but this is the best time to comb it up is when you need a haircut. What the? What's your cat doing? Cat is on crack. <laughs> I wish I had like a cat camera right now so yeah, people I know. can see her like running around like crazy. She's like, like hi, I'm, I'm, I'm just sitting here It's and I'm gone. It's not even like late. Like cats usually do this like at two a.m. Yeah, she's she just does it the second I hit go live. She's like, "Oh, you're live? Cool. Let me act a fool behind scenes so y'all are all." She's calling. She's calling it an early night apparently. Uh, Camshaft is saying, "Watch the vow. Watch love for." I, so the vow I'm familiar with because that's the one. That's that Nexium yep. documentary uh, on HBO. It uh, sounds that, insane. It does, and so I've, I've, I've. She, yeah. What are you doing? She's like, hi, I'm here too. <laughs> Lola, what do you want? <laughs> We're live to the world, and you're sitting here just looking at us like attention. <laughs> Cinephatic. Uh, uh, so yeah, it like because I grew up, grew up. I watched Smallville a lot. Why can I hear us so well? Because we're coming through very loud on the uh, headphones right now. Oh. Uh, <laughs> technical things. Uh, because I watched Smallville, like I was a big fan of Chloe Sullivan, Alice yeah. and Max character, and she's a big part of this Nexium cult thing. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm kind of interested in watching that, but again, no time. The only show I'm watching right now is, is The Boys. Our own. And, and our own. <laughs> pretty much. And Schmodown. I'm not even watching our show after the fact. I'm watching it while we live it. Right here. Yeah, it's pretty, on, pretty it's much. It's on the computer right here. <laughs> the blue crystals in the key lit are actually blue meth from Walter White. Oh, maybe. <laughs> we do have we do have a mom that lives in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. So I mean, who knows where we're getting our kitty litter? She's in a mood right now. Yeah, she wants to be like the center of attention. She's in such a mood right now. Anyways, uh, how's this week been? 
It's been a week, y'all. It's it's been a few days. Um, so still dealing with this vertigo thing situation. We call it vertigo. Like the I have not yet had a sensation where the world is spinning around me. It's just it's it's just this is all messed up and it's affecting it is affecting the way I I view and see things in balance. Yeah. Not enough that I can't like drive and stuff, but enough that it's it, it is affecting how I live my day to day life. Yeah. So, huh, needless to say, yeah, that's, I'm still experiencing it. That's a lot of fun. Um, I've just been working like normal and doing stuff, but oh, I've been living life like normal. Uh, nothing's wrong with me. <laughs> well, I mean, I got stuff wrong with me, but that's that's a fact. Uh, that's stuff that I need to bring up, like when I do vlogging again. Oh. I- therapy not uh, well therapy too <laughs> uh that that's a vlogging therapy thing that i need yeah. to do and not necessarily on vlogging can be therapy yeah uh jake says i'm rocking that fourth grade school picture haircut that is true like someone screenshot him looking at the camera like right now because that that actually does kind of look a lot like his four, fourth grade haircut or fourth grade picture complete with the peach fuzz on the chin i was not wearing glasses in fourth grade you weren't? No. When did you get glasses? Sixth grade. Okay. Two grades later. Because anyway. uh, I know I got mine when I was in first grade. By first grade, I was like, yep, blind, can't see, need glasses. Yeah. And there goes the rest of my life because <laughs> nerd. Anyways, that's what I got. Uh, excuse me, y'all. Um, just because I can't see it's good of you doesn't give you a right to make fun of me. You look like Val Kilmer in The Saint when he's that, <laughs> <Yeah>. that dorky <laughs> professor guy. <laughs> You're such a pretty little lady. <laughs> uh, nuclear. Nuclear codes and nuclear weapons. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's what we do here. We reference movies. Cam says take off your glasses. No, I will look like Alex Damon if I do that, and I'm tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show, guest starring Alex Damon from Star Wars Explained. Uh, we're not really talking too much about Star Wars tonight anyways, but there is like a little bit of Mandalorian we might cover. Uh, yeah, apparently Mandalorian's doing some things, so. Uh, AJ Lancaster says screenshotted and crop. Perfect. Uh, Garth says you kind of look like Jerry Lewis and Nutty Professor, Buddy Love. <laughs> hey, lady! You know, spiked the microphone calling for ladies. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> there's there's only one volume you can do that at, and that's... Yeah way up here cam says that video drew's been suffering from it too i know video drew yeah. has something like that as well uh i don't know if it's the same kind but it might be something pretty similar all i can think of and we talked about this the other night all i can think of is uh the security guard after hulk crashes through the building in avengers son you've got a condition yeah pretty much uh so uh, Camp Chef, Camp Chef says your lemonade looks delicious, Robert. It's actually like a margarita with some like lime juice in it, so it, it's it's pretty good. I'm I'm actually enjoying it's a, it. It's an adult limeade. We have uh, our local grocery store here loves to make uh, like fresh juices, so I just get like this canned margarita because I don't have time or want to put forth the effort we to have make an actual. Hour to do this show, I know. Let's talk about margaritas. <laughs> uh, so. Okay, yeah, before we dive in any further, again, anybody want to donate anything? Y'all got any questions, whatever? Uh, Anybody want to donate anything? If y'all want to donate something, everything goes to the my brother's, like, stuff is all jacked up fun. Help him get better. 
so you can go to streamlabs.com uh, slash cinefanatics or, you know, there's the super chat here on YouTube. We prefer Streamlabs, as all the other YouTubers say. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think YouTube just dumped their money on us and yeah so it's gonna be like a whole nother month before we would see anything anyway yeah so feel free to go to Streamlabs if if y'all can uh and questions comments hey, if you just want to throw some ducats at us that'd be fantastic duck it would be a, a super suave way of saying money oh. anyways but the point of the channel is to talk about movies so uh let's talk about that movie wall street where greed is good no not what we're talking about no what's the so what's that first piece of news uh well not quite there yet <laughs> uh movies watched oh movies watched have you uh, watched anything this week no oh okay um so anyway. I have uh thanks to Video Drew we're gonna m- mention her real quick yeah. uh thanks to her and their cinema bias which is probably gonna go on here in a little bit as well uh they're covering my cousin Vinny and I was like you know I've never seen that. <laughs> I need to watch that movie. Thanks, AJ. <laughs> so. Thanks, AJ. Appreciate it. What? It's actually, it's actually not a bad screen grab of me. Kind of like it. Oh, that he posted yeah, already. He put it up on Twitter. That's awesome. <laughs> Look, uh, real time interactive TV, Jack. It's the wave of the future. It's the wave of the future. Oh, I need to get the sound bite of that then. Yeah, we say that's, that all the time. That's a sound bite I need to get. Yeah. Uh. So. Yeah. Since I, I do the thumbnails for Cinema Bias on Video Drew's mm-hmm. channel, and they're covering My Cousin Vinny, and I've never seen it, and I was like, you know, I need to watch this. Uh, so I had a ni- I, ha- I happened to have some time one night, went to bed early at like midnight or so. That's early. Midnight is early, yes. Dude, I'm usually up. To, if I'm off the next day, I'm up to like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh, so I went to bed early because I was just dead tired, laid in bed, and watched uh, My Cousin Vinny on my laptop. Fantastic movie. Absolutely love that movie. That movie shot to like the top of my like all-time favorite comedy lists. Uh, I love that movie. And I if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Yeah, there's a lot of like really good movies out there that we haven't seen that we still need to like check out. Uh that movie is endlessly quotable though. That's one of those movies I think that I'll have to watch it again maybe a couple more times, but I think that I would put that movie on the same list. Uh, not as high, but on the same list as, like, say, Monty Python, The Holy Grail, or wow. The Princess Bride. That's high praise. There's some good quotes in that movie. That is high praise. <laughs> What's a ute? <laughs> the two utes. Yeah. What's a ute? <laughs> I love that line. That one and the uh, when he's talking about going hunting and he's asking, like, what what color, like, are the pants he's wearing is okay. Marissa Tomei's response to that is, and I've actually seen this, her quote, the, the clip of her quoting this i just didn't know the context of it but hearing her doing it in this movie it's hilarious and i can't quote it because there's some naughty language in it and we can't do naughty language on this channel anyways uh fantastic movie naughty language yeah the other one uh i started watching i just haven't uh, like i started watching it before i go to bed because that's usually the best time for me to watch movies um and i haven't been able to finish it yet because i've just been so tired uh is on the basis of sex uh, honestly, I, I don't know anything about Ruth Bader Ginsburg and yeah. she just passed away. As we all know, I was like, I want to know something. And I've heard like, I ultimately I've heard the documentary, the R the RBG. Uh, I've heard that documentary is phenomenal. 
Yeah. I am more of a movie person than a documentary person, especially if it's about a subject. If it's a subject I'm familiar with, I'll watch the documentary. Yeah. Uh, which I recommend the documentary Bully that came out, I think, like in 2011. Uh, fantastic documentary. Uh, but since I don't know anything about her, I wanted to watch the movie first. Yeah. And so far, I'm enjoying it. So far, it's a really good movie, but I need to finish that. I was hoping to have it finished by this time so I can talk about it more, but haven't been able to do that. I probably will finish it either tonight or tomorrow. Anyways. Uh, real quick, we got a uh, stream lab from Garth. Here's tossing a buck on stage for Chris as the verdict go-go dancer. Nice. But seriously, I hope that you get better soon, Chris. Thanks, Garth. And I hope that Catherine Hahn is playing Agatha Harkness. Who I've been a fan of since the seventies. I like that her name is close to mine. Uh, so uh, we could probably touch upon this in a, in a little bit more, but yeah, yeah, Catherine Hahn is in there, and they haven't completely confirmed who she's playing. Yeah, and if she's playing Agatha Harkness, that's that's some weird casting for that. But I kind of like it. You say it's weird casting, but also like. Do we know what that show is really about? No, we don't. That show looks so weird. I mean, we we can kind of gather some ideas, but that show is really weird looking, and I'm just looking forward to it. But we'll touch on that here in a little bit. <laughs> yes. Uh, let me see. So diving into movie news uh, real quick. Uh, it was announced that Tiffany Haddish has been cast in this movie, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. This is essentially a very meta I guess kind of a biopic of Nicolas Cage starring Nicolas Cage playing as Nicolas Cage. Uh, yep. Sold. I'm into it. Like this has got to be the most Nicolas Cage thing. Nicolas Cage has ever Nicolas caged. Did we talk about this before? Cause I feel this sounds familiar. Uh, it, well the, this movie has been announced for a little while now. Um, but I don't feel like we've really dived into it. Oh, okay. And because Tiffany had, it was announced this this past week that Tiffany Haddish is uh, a part of it. I felt like this would be a good time to bring it up. Uh, this sounds fantastic. Like I'm I'm eager to see Nicolas Cage just go like full all all out Nicolas Cage. What? Why? How? When? Huh? Type of thing. Uh, I don't know if my Nicolas Cage sounds good at all. It could use work. I'm okay if it needs work. Uh, but that sounds like it's going to be fantastic. Uh, yeah, that's, I, I mean, there's, there's really nothing to say. It's just, how yeah, do you go wrong? <laughs> Nicholas Kate, like, even if it is the worst written movie ever, and I'm not expecting it to be like fantastically written mm -hmm. necessarily. I, I say that not knowing who's actually writing the movie. Um, it's, it, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. I'll watch it. Yeah. It's Nicolas Cage playing himself. How do you go wrong with that? How, I mean... How can you go wrong with that? <laughs> you can't go wrong. I don't want to do a sound bites on this. <laughs> need to find like a sound bite like, The bees! It's the bees! <laughs> Something from Matchstick, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, where he's trying to get the pills. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what he says, but he just flips out on the pharmacist, and that one is... That would be a really good clip to get as well. Um, hey, if y'all got any ideas as to like what sound bites we should grab for this, because I'm open to it. I love like the sound bite idea of just playing something. Yeah. And I don't want to be like just stuck with like farts all the time. Although apparently people like those, so you know, whatever. So, anyways, moving on. 
Uh, Nintendo has realized that Detective Pikachu did very well. Yeah. That Sonic the Hedgehog did pretty decently. Even though that one was oh. kind of destined for failure, it actually turned out to be a pretty decent movie. Yeah, and it's also a surprise given the year that it came out in. Yeah. <laughs> when everything else is crumbling, yeah. a video game adaptation movie Sonic will rise. is actually doing okay. <laughs> in a world where no movies can come out, one movie dares to defy all odds. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. One movie, one hedgehog, one way, straight up. <laughs> um, yeah. You're too slow. Yeah. <laughs> so that one, uh, they actually did pretty well. So Nintendo's like, you know, we could possibly make some money off of uh, movie adaptations. Let's let's do some of those. Garth, we know Sonic is Sega. Yeah, Sonic is Sega, but I mean, the, the Sega is kind of working with Nintendo now. Uh, but again, this isn't the video fanatics, video game fanatics. This is TV fanatics. So let's move on. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they decided to make more movies, and I guess the first one they've uh, really announced is that they're, they're going to do another Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> I can't say that with a straight face. It's not live action though, and that's something that we need to like preface right off the top. It's not live action. They're never gonna touch Mario live action again, and they shouldn't. Yeah, it's animated, and that's uh, exactly what they need to do. I could see them possibly doing it, but they need they they need to stick very much to the source material and not do like some whatever the frick that was. I don't see it. I don't see the world of Super Mario working in a live action form. I do it's it. It's way too fantastical, colorful, and just misshapen. I do if they keep it cartoonish. If they could keep it cartoonish and not like all weird, dark, whatever that was. But how? I, I don't. So, uh, the, again, the first thing that they're actually doing probably actually is the right step for Mario at this time, as a testament to your point, yep. is they're going animated, computer animated, and they've partnered with Illumination. Which is fantastic. I think that is the right animation house. I mean, obviously, you're not going to go Pixar on this because Pixar does original content. Yeah. Uh, Illumination is, and I'm not going to say it like a minion. Screw the minions. Banana. Um, Banana. Yeah. That... I think that's the right animation house for this because they obviously like they know what they're doing with something like say Despicable Me. Mm -hmm. uh, I know it's DreamWorks. Is Illumination? Is it technically Illumination that does uh, How to Train Your Dragon? Because I believe How to Train Your Dragon. Uh, is I, I, no, the, uh, that might be Sony. Is it Sony? I believe it's Sony. I would look it up, but someone in the chat will know before I get there. So yeah. Either way, that I see that that's that's just a perfect match. Because I'm mm -hmm. looking at like the Mario games, the 3D games as they are now, not stuck in the past on the uh, the 2D side scrolling like <clears throat> some people are. The ooh, 3D ooh. games as I have I have enjoyed them as I was growing up. Uh, the animation style would fit perfectly with uh, what Illumination has done. So yeah, uh, I'm all on board on that. Especially because Nintendo's going, giving the okay on it. And Nintendo is notoriously known right now uh, for being very hyper-protective over their properties. And for good reason. Did you see the Super Mario Brothers movie? <laughs> There's a reason why they're hyper-protective over the movie rights to their series. That was just straight trash. Uh, they didn't, as far as I'm aware, they actually didn't have a whole lot of say over Pokemon because Pokemon's technically a second party, not a first party. So. Yeah. Nintendo doesn't actually create and produce 
Pokemon. They're essentially a glorified publisher of it. But that being said, they were like, "Hey, hey this works." It's uh, never going to be on any other system ever. It's only going to be on Nintendo platforms. Yeah. But uh, yeah, for this, I think this is a this will be for. Oh, I'm going to side note this real quick. AJ in the chat says, "Pipe Dream, a Leica Studios Paper Mario movie." If a Paper Mario movie can exist and actually make money, if they were to do that, Leica would be a perfect animation house for Paper Mario. You don't know what Paper Mario is. Uh, no, I'm familiar with how it looks, and I understand why you're saying Leica, uh, because of just the aesthetic of how, uh, yeah, I mean, it essentially looks like a paper drawing come to life yeah, type of thing. Stop, it would be stop motion. Yeah, that, that's straight up Leica. I, c- I could see that that would be really good for that. How to Train Your Dragon with was DreamWorks. DreamWorks. And then paramount in 20th century okay look how i'm automatically uh eliminating the fox from the 20th century it's like fox isn't a thing anymore yeah (laughs) (laughs) we're all used to this new world um so the thing is is that's really good because the next step that i want to see is potential and i want live action adaptations of metroid and Zelda. zelda yep uh, again, going back to like what I, what we said before on Lord of the Rings, I'm not too big into fantasy, yeah. but uh, I was a huge fan of the original NES mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Uh, Zelda was a game that I played. Uh, it wasn't one of my favorite games, but I did enjoy Zelda for quite a bit. I've wasted a lot of hours of my childhood on that game and completely wasted because... Hey, could never beat it and figure hey, out how to go. Hey, hey, listen. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> or whatever the cannon thing was. The, the, the pig demon. The um, pig demon thing. Here's the thing. We, we, we're talking about movies here, but at the same time, I can see both Zelda and Metroid being very successful uh, shows on like a streaming service somewhere. Yeah. Still um, live action, of course. But, I mean, you look at, say, look at the Castlevania series that's on Netflix. It's, Ooh. It is animated. And I want a movie of that, too. Castlevania? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Castlevania would make a fantastic movie as well. Can I get a Mike Tyson's punch out also? Yeah. <laughs> How about Paperboy? <laughs> okay. <you're>... Star <laughs> Tropics. No, you're going a little too far there. Echo the Dolphin? I don't know. <laughs> oh, that, mo- that game. Yes, Echo the Dolphin. That game Jaws, that would make a fantastic movie. I'm pretty sure that would be a bona fide blockbuster right there. So what's the next uh, news story? Next news story. Uh, <laughs> speaking of bona fide blockbuster, apparently they're going to make a uh, sequel to Passion of the Christ. That was a weird segue, I know. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. <laughs> okay. I kind of don't want this to turn into like Bible Hour on here, but I mean, if you know the story, sorry, so, sorry. We're talking about Jesus, so we want to we want to be clear. We're not getting religious here. Yeah. Uh, I do want to preface this that like this is completely spoilers for Passion of the Christ and possibly your Sunday school when you were a kid. He survived in the end. Jesus comes back to life at the end. <laughs> but that's how the movie ends is he like basically comes back to life and like, hi, I'm alive. And yeah. that was it. If I remember... There's more to the story after he comes back to life. That's yes. what I'm wondering. I was say if I remember my Bibles correctly from when I was a kid... 
there's a whole period of time where things happen before he ascends to heaven. Okay, I don't remember like that much of his, essentially what happens between him coming back. I know there's like a, a period of like a couple of days where I guess he has to like uh, sign off like sign off power of attorney or something. And he's like, I'm gonna go now. <laughs> See you later. I don't know. Power of attorney. <laughs> All right, Holy Spirit, you're gonna take over from here. <laughs> no, there's a part where he uh, he's got to close accounts and the whole the whole story prior to him ascending to heaven is him getting the disciples and everybody, you know, getting the church set up and ready to function without him, essentially. Okay. So, I mean, then theoretically there is enough material there to make a, a, a decent movie out of potentially. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's not going to be like as violent necessarily as passion of the Christ. Unless they want to dive into like, I guess Paul's story and where he goes on later on in life. But, Otherwise, uh, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm just kind of interested in where, what, how do they make a movie? Like, what is, what is the story? It's gonna, it's, there's gonna be probably more of a focus on the actual disciples at that point. There, there has to be. Yeah. So that might be like interesting. I just remember reading that, and I was like, okay, he came back from the dead, and then he sends into heaven. That's yeah. that's roughly about it. <laughs> like, what what is like what material is there for a movie? Yeah. Uh, but apparently, Jim Caviezel's back in in the seat as like our Lord and Savior, and uh, <laughs> go figure uh, that Mel Gibson is directing it again. So at the end of the day, uh, you look at the situation. The first movie made money. The second movie will also still make money. Uh, the way I saw it, the first one, and will probably happen with the second one, churches book up whole theaters, and mm. everybody goes, as as one congregation goes to see the movie. Uh, that's bound to happen again. That happens with almost every uh, Christian movie release. Yeah, The whole churches will book up theaters and, and go see it as one group so uh there's a there's absolutely a built-in market for it i mean it once was the highest grossing r-rated movie yeah i think prior to deadpool deadpool <laughs> like deadpool took out <laughs> deadpool took out the jesus movie <laughs> you know, we all need to go to church on sunday <laughs> yeah right um uh, yeah but i as long as they are able to tell a good story there I understand why they're making a sequel. <laughs> Andres in the chest says uh, the Passion of the Christ sequel. Instead of torturing him, they're going to go the opposite and comfort him for two and a half hours. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I like Garth is saying it's basically weekend at Jesus's with the apostles carrying him around with shades on. That's so wrong. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um. And AJ Lancaster say, but nobody's addressing Jim Caviezel's age well, but it's also 51 now. And if you're going to make him look like a 33-year-old Jesus, it's going to be awkward. You know, the Bible skips from like 18 to 33, so I'm pretty sure we could skip from 33 to 51, and everything should be okay. Uh, his life it skips from like 12 to 33. Okay, well, I mean, I again. Well, 12 to 30, sorry. It, the, the Gospels cover like three years of his life. Yeah. So. <laughs> Jesus has a spa day. Huh, you know. <laughs> So that's the next news story. <laughs> Dying will do that to you. I mean, just saying. <laughs> Need a facial. Um, 
uh, kind of along, I guess, along the lines of the same, the same along the lines is, uh, I don't know if this is officially rumored or if it's just strongly hinted at, but Tom Hardy as 007. I know a terrible segue again, but I mean, they are what they are. It's not, it's not, not a good segue. <laughs> it's, I believe it, I believe it is just a segue. Can you imagine Tom Hardy riding a segue? No. There's no reason to think about that. Why do we have a YouTube channel? I don't know. Uh, so, Tom Hardy as James Bond. Uh, Check out those Streamlabs. Oh, nobody sent anything Nobody sent anything in. That makes complete sense. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's paying for this. Uh, so, Tom Hardy as 007. And I'm thinking, logically, I think he's going to probably look a lot like uh, him portraying Eames in Inception. Yeah, I think Eames is a fantastic audition for it, too. Because he had the accent. He kind of had the look down. His hair was, like, parted really weird, though, and I thought that was kind of strange. But Yeah. Otherwise, he had the uh, he, he pretty much had accent. a look down for it. Yeah. He's got the accent. He's English. Yeah. British. He's British. Proper. Well, he's, he's English. Yeah. Um, the, I, I, I don't know. I think this might be, like, really good casting. It could. I mean, it's... I, I will argue this. It's serviceable casting. It's good casting if you're really not trying to go for anything beyond just the norm. Uh, if you want someone who's just going to come in and do a pretty solid job as James Bond, go for Tom, Tom Hardy. He's not going to do bad as James Bond. Yeah. He wouldn't do bad as James Bond. What I'm saying is James Bond has existed for quite a while now. Uh, it, that franchise is never going to go away. It never is. It's going to live on until movies stop, which is to say forever. Um, they could take some risks on the cast now, and I'm not necessarily saying, oh, take some risks, go Idris Elba. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing that, but I'm saying like... You go the Doctor Who route and just make James Bond a woman. Yeah. I mean... Jamie Bond. Jamie Bond, yeah. <laughs> uh, what I'm saying is that they, I, I, I would argue that they could go a Henry Golding route and... You know, it would be perfectly fine because Henry Golding, I think, would be a fantastic... Look, if you're not going to give Henry Golding James Bond, I want that guy to get some kind of, like, action movie a la James Bond. I th yeah, I think Henry Golding could pull that off. Yeah, I think he would do fantastic. He's a he's a handsome young man. Um, but that being said, I think they could take some risks if they really wanted to, and it would be perfectly fine. I know there's, you're going to have people out there, and I don't want to dive too deep into it, but you're going to have people out there going... Ah, but my Bond isn't this way. This isn't how I imagine Bond to be. Yeah, no matter how you how you do that, that's gonna come out that way. But I mean, like, here, here's the thing. Like, I'll use an example. Our father, our father, who he art in heaven? Are we back to like no, Jesus? Stop. Our <laughs> our our dad, our papa, our actually our, our actual father. Yes, he <laughs> was not necessarily a huge fan of Daniel Craig when they first announced Daniel Craig taking over Bond because he didn't have the Bond look. No, he was more rugged he's and very roughed rugged. up. He's not, he's not a clean, neat-shaven like, man. Pierce Brosnan was a good pick for Bond. Yeah. He had that very good debonair you swagger look, Pierce look. Brosnan, Timothy Dalton, Sean Connery. Like, all of these are dashing, debonair gentlemen. Mm -hmm. Whereas Daniel Craig was... Look, he looked like somebody who's seen some things and needed some sleep. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that being said, you know, Tom Hardy, I think, is gonna 
I think he's going to kind of fall in line with, like, the Daniel Craig style. He's like, oh, he's not, like, quite what we remember as the dashing debonair James Bond. He does, he has a rugged quality about him, too. But I think at this point, like, a lot of the people who have those opinions that this is the way Bond needs to look, I say this with all due respect to those people, their opinions aren't going to matter much longer. Yeah. I think the Bond franchise is, and here's the thing, I'm not super solid on Bond, uh, but I believe the franchise is leaning more in the direction of that Bond is no longer a specific person. It's now Maybe. more of a, a character that people just rotate in and out of this, in, in within the storyline of Bond. They just don't actually say that. It's possible. I don't necessarily know if james bond can really have a connective universe where each new bond still exists within the same storyline because we've had different blofelds now mm-hmm. uh, unless blofeld is also a code name given to somebody well i guess possible but uh, i don't really necessarily see see that existing uh for all intents and purposes tom hardy would be just a completely new iteration of the character yeah um but i mean we're at a point now where you really could go into a different direction with James Bond if you wanted. Uh, and the detractors will, will have things to say about it. But for the most part, the franchise will again, continue on carry on. And the people who will want to see it, will see it and everyone will be, everyone will just go about living their lives and everything's going to be okay. So I don't know. Uh, again, I think this casting Tom Hardy is fine. He's fine. He'll, he'll now, do well, but the question is also with that is like say Daniel Craig has only done like a couple of other movies outside of Bond over the past couple of years, ever since he started with Casino Royale. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's the same. So before, before him was Pierce Brosnan. Um, yeah. Pierce Brosnan also really didn't do too many movies outside of Bond while he was portraying Bond. Yeah. Um, and I'm not certain about the other actors before that. What I'm wondering is, is Tom Hardy is a very high talented, prof- high profile, very talented name right I would, now. I would call him a list at this point, yeah. Uh, and especially if he's going to be continuing to be wrapped up in a franchise like Venom, and depending on where Sony wants to take it, here's the thing: a lot of this is probably going to hinge on Venom too. He's wrapped up in Venom. Hey! Wow. Well, okay. All right. Well, we were going to do another show tonight after this there one's over. There with all our viewers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't know if he's going to be able to actually pull that off because he's going to be busy with Venom and whatever else uh, so the Sony MCU thing is, however that grows. Uh, yeah, might not be able to do it. So I think that's going to come into play as well. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Craig has done 13 non-Bond movies since Casino Royale. Yeah, so stretched that, over a period of what? Casino Royale was what, 2005? Movie release dates. Yeah, that sounds about right, actually, because I remember the first time I saw it, and I remember who I saw it with and what time I saw it. Yeah, that sounds about right. So in a period of 15 years, he's done 13 non-Bond movies. Or 2006, okay. He's done 13 non-Bond movies mm-hmm. outside of that. You know, you got Knives Out. You had that, that uh, 
The one he did with uh, the Steven Soderbergh Soderberg. movie. Yeah. With the guy with the like southern. He hit, played that Kentucky man who. Was yeah, like, the southern hit guys trying to do something or another. Explode things. Yeah. Very very good explanation of that movie whose name we can't actually remember right now. That also starred Channing Tatum. Yeah. Cinefanatics guys. Um, I thought that movie was fine too. I can't wait for Friday. <laughs> We're going to dominate. We're going to dominate with so our... Yeah, he was that one guy that was in that one thing that came out that one year. I'm going to go multiple choice on that one, please. <laughs> um, we'll talk about that here in a second. Uh, everyone's going to feel dumb when we win. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to feel dumb when we win. <laughs> no, I'm going to feel great. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we both can't win. I like... I like. Uh, yeah, that's true. I'm going to feel dumb when I win. Uh, Garth is saying years ago I wanted Clive Owen as uh, Bond, which I mean that probably would have been a good choice. But I love the follow up here was Camshaft saying years ago I wanted Clive Owen. <laughs> <laughs> well played, very very well played, Cam. Um, so anyways, moving on, and we're moving on to our main topic of the night. Yeah, we're there already. You say uh, already? It's been forty minutes. Yeah, it's been 40 minutes. Apparently, uh, some things are uh, moving along. They're chugging along in the uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe on the small screen. Yeah. Uh, that uh, we got during the Emmys a couple of nights ago. Uh, really? She's got some opinions on yeah, it. Yeah, she's got some opinions Marvel already. Marvel movies, ooh, don't start without me. Yeah. Uh, Meow. During the Emmys, they released the trailer for... WandaVision, or another trailer for WandaVision. Uh, this looks phenomenal. It looks like they're going across like a bunch of like old TV. Logan Lucky. The what? Logan Lucky. Logan Lucky, yeah. that's right. Uh, it looks like they're going across like a whole bunch of like different types of TV oh, shows. Wait, real quick. We usually talk about box office. Uh, there is oh. none. Continue. Yeah, all the movies that are in the box office, they've all gone up just a smidgen. They've made a little bit more money. Okay, continue. Moving on. Uh, so. A well-oiled machine, guys. This is a well-oiled machine. Uh, this is also, uh, chances are, this is going to be the last two-stream Tuesday for a while. Oh, I believe Schmodown's going back to two two videos a week next week. Thank the Lord. We'll talk about Schmodown uh, in a little bit. Yeah. In like 30 minutes or so. Um. So, I forgot where I was at. So, well, MCU's oil machine, TV yeah. Shows. The so one division's gonna go through what looks like a couple things, like I Love Lucy type of set to like a Full House type of set. Uh, apparently, it's just traveling through these weird dimensions. Uh, it showed a, a clip where Vision was talking to Catherine Hahn, and she was saying like, "Oh, hey, you're dead." So this is definitely something that's happening after uh, Infinity War. Yeah. Uh, so what this show is supposed to do is it's supposed to lead into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness because uh, <laughs> real quick, Brandon Hanna in the chat saying, "What's the schmodown?" Well, it would be a game that like people could potentially win by answering movie trivia questions. Something where people go in and for some reason they call themselves the Hitman, even though they've never actually killed a person in their life, and. Uh, <sighs> They can usually do pretty good unless they're going up against someone named Chandru. Anyway, so basically, we the, we love Brandon Hanna, by the way. I just I love giving people a hard time. Th- thank you, thank you for being a being a part of our chat, Brandon Hanna. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, <laughs> anyway, so this movie is supposed to tie into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness because Scarlet Witch actually has a role within 
within that uh, movie. So there's kind of some stuff that's supposed to lead up to. She, she really has some opinions about this. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> can you, can y'all hear her? I don't know if these microphones are actually picking her up. Um, what the show looks like though is it looks like this is a world that is created by her. Mm-hmm. Um. It's a world that's created by her in which she's trying to cope with the lack of vision being alive in her life now. And from what I can tell based on her power set and its connection with the Mind Stone, it looks like she's actually creating Vision's life within this world. Like she's brought him back to life in a way within this imaginary world. Mm -hmm. Uh, He obviously doesn't exist in real life because Thanos killed him. But his existence exists within this world. Stop. <laughs> so that's I think that's a that's a fascinating idea. I know a lot of people are are talking about uh, a lot of people are talking about how this could play into some of like the House of M storylines and and all that very loosely. Or the Doctor Strange uh, in the dimensions of madness. Multiverse of madness. Multiverse of madness. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's okay. I don't need to know that title. That movie has actually been released yet, so we're okay. Um, I mean, I did just say it just a second ago, so clearly once again, I couldn't hear you over the cat. <laughs> good, good, good excuse. <laughs> uh, but so yeah, going back to what was said at the beginning is that it's possible that Catherine Hong could be playing uh, Agatha Harkness. Uh, Agatha Harkness, for those of y'all who know the comics, uh, is like a witch, basically. Uh, who kind of helps train uh, Scarlet Witch yeah. to use her powers? Um, she's been she's been in the cartoons as well. I, uh, she wasn't in the original animated series. I know she was in uh, X Men Evolution. Yeah. Uh, so, it, I mean, that's very possible. Now, that's a going back to like say Iron Man Two, which we just did the watch along this past Saturday on our Patreon. Join at Patreon. Uh, patreon.com slash cinefanatics at the yeah at the ten dollar tier yeah it's uh, it's up here just this thing right there i had it on the top of my head uh literally uh so iron man 2 watch along it was up there ten dollar tier uh this weekend we're doing inception just quick plug for that if you want to watch us watch inception patreon.com slash cinefanatics ten dollar tier we would love to have you there because that one's gonna be fun anyways much like iron man 2 where they had uh Sam Rockwell playing Justin Hammer. In the comics, Justin Hammer is a much older individual. They kind of younged him down to get Sam Rockwell to play him to kind of be in the same age range as Tony Stark. Kind of, if that's what they're doing with this, it's kind of the same thing. In the comic books, Agatha Harkness is much older. Uh, They're kind of younging her down to kind of fit, I guess. That's a word. Yeah, I'm I'm just making up. I'm making up words now. Uh, Gushalov. Or whatever. She's uting. They're uting her. What's a ute? Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> nice to bring that back. Um, so, uh, that would be good because I do actually, I can see Catherine Hahn playing a younger Agatha Harkness. And that would be fantastic for what they could potentially do in that show. Yeah. There's a lot of other characters they've confirmed for that show that haven't, that weren't really seen in that trailer. And I'm kind of curious as to what potential uh, they have. Like Darcy. For example, from Thor. Oh, she's gonna be in it. She's supposed that to be I in it. Know. She's she's casted in it. So um, I know that they sh- briefly showed Monica Rambeau. 
Yes, which that one, that's a new one because we haven't seen the adult Monica Rambo. Uh, we just saw her as a little girl in Captain Marvel. Yeah. So that's going to be, that'll be fantastic. And, and that it, might play into her being. Looks like she's got some superpowers of some sort. It looks that way. I'm not, we're not sure. Yeah. So that'll play into her being uh, like the newer, one of the newer Captain Marvel's photon. Uh, that would be kind of interesting for that. That'd be really interesting. There's a anyway. There's a lot that they could do with this show, and I'm um that that trailer sold me. I'm very fascinated by the prospects of it and interested. Is she is she on the camera? She's the she's rubbing her face on the tripod, so my brother might be shaking a little because the cat's like, oh, this, this feels really good. Goofy animal. It's funny. Uh, other things that are happening as far as Marvel movies and TV show. Uh, She Hulk. They've casted a She-Hulk. It's uh, Tatiana Maslany. Maslany. Yeah, Tatiana. Uh, She looks good. Yeah, she she looks like Jennifer Walters. Uh, Like for the thumbnail on this, I basically took a really good picture of her and I just changed the color of her skin to green, and I thought that that looks good, which is essentially what they're going to do. They're just going to take her and change her color to green. More or less. Yeah, maybe with a little more finesse or whatever to it, but do it better than. than the five minutes it took you to do it. It didn't even take me five minutes. It was just real quick. <laughs> Highlight you this know, color. Change just this color to green. Was, That's it. I was trying to give you pump up the saturation. I That's trying, it. I was trying to give you give you some props there, but I guess no. Give me props would say that I could do something simple like that real quick. That's the props. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, she does look good, and um. I'm kind of eager to see what they might do with this. Here's the thing. Uh, as far as I'm aware, Jennifer Walters is supposed to be uh, Bruce Banner's like cousin, cousin, right? Yeah. She looks like she could be a cousin of Mark Ruffalo. She, Yeah. She gets into an accident, and she gets a blood transfusion by Bruce Banner. Which makes me wonder, uh, have they announced like whether he has any kind of actual role of some sort in the show? I mean, I would imagine he has to, right? He, uh, aware, at least in the first episode. As far as I'm aware, he's not done with the MCU yet. They're still expecting to maybe use him a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely at least in that first episode because yeah. he'll – especially if the first episode is going to go the origin route, he's going to need to be there to give her his blood. Uh, and it makes sense too because if you go back to the comments, comics, I don't believe that uh, – I don't know how often that they've ever portrayed She-Hulk as like a mindless rage monster like Hulk was. No. Uh, as far as I'm aware, she's always been very smart and very articulate. Uh, no. Well, so when the comic first came out, though, uh, she had to she had to gain control over mm-hmm. that. Uh, so she was kind of a rage monster for a bit. They the comic uh, originally when it came out was the Savage She-Hulk. Um. Yeah, Garth is saying she has raged out. Out of everyone who's in our chat, I knew Garth would be the one that could actually answer that too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she was the Savage She-Hulk. The first issue is her as a human, like down below, and then the giant, like yeah. Savage She-Hulk, like in a torn white dress up above, just looking all kinds of pissed off. Uh, so I can see, I can see a situation where they they briefly touch on that a little bit, but I definitely know that the way they have the MCU set up now and the way they could probably scientifically explain it is you look at you look at Hulk now. Yeah. Bruce Banner has overcome the rage monster and is now Professor Hulk essentially. He's mm-hmm. now Smart Hulk. Dab or whatever. Dab. Yeah, Stupid. that's not going to age well. 
it's already aged poorly yeah after a year we're not dabbing five years later yeah um so i I can see the blood transfusion there if they want to find some way to yada yada the science and explain that because he has smart hulk blood now she's also going to be a smart hulk potentially uh because what i'm wondering is if and they may have said it already and i just missed that when reading about it but uh they could go straight to just focusing on her having those powers but at the same time she's still jennifer walters the lawyer yeah uh lawyer. which i'm kind of liking the idea if they're gonna make her a lawyer will she ever cross paths with matt murdoch uh, that'd be nice, but the thing is, is like, are you gonna get Charlie Cox back? Cause... I want Charlie Cox back for that. I want them to. Uh, those characters that they did in the Netflix Marvel shows were really good. They might have gone like a little off the eh, in the later seasons of those shows, but yeah. at least the characters. I think all four of the main characters were fantastic casting. Mm-hmm. They all did very well. Uh, but especially Charlie Cox, that Daredevil show is easily the the standout. I said four. I forgot there was a fifth one, uh, The Punisher, uh, which that one was really good. And the casting also, of him. Also, if you want to count Defenders as uh, that was all of them brought together. Um, so and that show really wasn't that good. <laughs> Come so to think of it, guys. no, so yeah. Uh, but I Charlie Cox's Daredevil was easily one of the best out of all of them. Yeah. And I would love to see him actually do more in the MCU. That and give excuse, give an excuse to have Vincent D'Onofrio continue his role as King. Oh, that too. Because that was probably one of the better uh, think, MCU villains. I think him as Kingpin is the crowning jewel of anything they did on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, Andres is saying Netflix Marvel is still limbo, aren't they? Uh, and then Garth is saying it's canceled. I would say... It, they're not with none, Netflix. It is none of them are coming back. All the shows have been canceled, but there's like contracts and stuff where I don't know if those characters can technically appear. TV is a whole different animal in this. Case. Yeah, um, they maybe hopefully could bring them. Uh, the characters are in limbo for years. They can't be used in movies for years. So now we're back to like where make a movie, then the rights to those characters get released and it goes back. I'm curious to know if they could they could find a loophole for Kingpin. Uh, potentially because uh, yes, they. I would say that they probably could because they could probably bring Sony into it on this one too. Yeah, because then you would get you you would essentially have Disney and Sony fighting for that because Kingpin's first King, such a cluster. Yeah, Kingpin's first appearance was Amazing Spider-Man Fifty. He's yeah. first and foremost a Spider-Man villain, and he's a. The thing is, he's first and foremost a Spider-Man villain, but he is essentially the main villain of daredevil he is the magneto to the x-men the lex luther to superman the y'all get it joker batman whatever uh yeah i mean possibly i would love to see if they could at least bring him over now i've heard about them talking about bringing kingpin over to the sony spider-mans but they've been talking about recasting him as well i've heard casting rumors yeah i don't want him recasted i want yeah, Punisher first appeared in Spider-Man comics too. That would be Amazing Spider-Man number one twenty-nine, the Holy Grail of comic books, y'all, according to Coyote Ugly. Why is that? That's not the Holy Grail of comic book. Holy Grail of comic books is Action Comics number one. Any comic book lover knows that. Coyote Ugly. Yeah, you remember Coyote Ugly, the guy that the guy that that Adam guy that Piper Parabu's Violet was like trying to date. Yeah. At one point, he was trying to buy. 
the first appearance. It's the first appearance of the. I can't do his accent. First appearance of the first Punisher. Appearance. The Punisher is Punisher. the Holy Grail of comic books. Yeah, whatever. Punisher. And that's just one of the flaws with Coyote Ugly. Otherwise, the music was good. Anyways, that's beside the point. Uh, real quick before we end this, uh, there was another like little tidbit dropped about Mandalorian that I want to cover. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito has said mm. that. I love this H two O. Yeah. <laughs> That's some high-quality H2O. That's high-quality H2O. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito has said that he believes that uh, that Mandalorian is going to be a four-season show. Okay. I'm I'm game. Like, I want to see Baby Yoda for four seasons. Uh, for, four, for four years of Baby Yoda? Up to four seasons or at least four seasons? Could it go beyond that? I mean... What you're saying is right now they have a plan through season three and four for that show. Yeah. Which, cool. Uh, you're doing better on that show than you were in your movies. Yeah, pretty much. You've got a plan for four seasons of a TV show. Didn't have a plan for three movies. Sounds good. Let's do it. Uh, so I'm eager for that as well. Um, not really anything else to touch upon that one. It was just he just said that. We're regurgitating it and going, yeah, we agree. That's what he said. Sounds great. Moving on. I'm, I'm all on board right now for season two. I'm ready for it. Hence why Mandalorian is not in the thumbnail today. Yeah. <laughs> but Mama said they were going to do one up to six seasons at one point. Yeah, well, Mama is wrong. <laughs> no, Colonel Sanders, you're wrong. Mama's right. <laughs> you know, actually, if this was white, this actually <laughs> would look like Colonel Sanders. I think Kaiser gave me that job Some, at one point. Something's wrong with his medulla oblongata. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chris Adams, you're wrong. Mama's right. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so the only other thing we want to touch upon is, uh, again, make sure y'all join the Patreon, patreon.com slash cinefanatics. Uh, that would be fantastic. It would really help right now. Um, it'd be huge, be huge. Okay. What? I don't know. I was trying to say huge in a weird way, not like a leader of the country type of situation, but whatever. Um, I'm, I'm never referencing that guy that helped Kevin McAllister in the hotel, find the hotel lobby ever again. Yeah, so anyway. <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, things that are happening this week. Of course, we got the Schmodown replay that's happening every night while the Schmodown is going on. In fact, we will be doing one here in about a little over 15 minutes. So make sure you come back for that. That's going to be Paulo Yama uh, versus Jeff Snyder. It's going to be the rematch from the live event last year. So really anxious to see how that one goes. Uh, other things that are happening this weekend, this coming Saturday, probably you want to do like nine central as well. That seems to be a good time. That's what we did last time, right? Yeah. So nine central, so seven Pacific, ten Eastern. Uh, we're gonna do the watch along. I don't have the thumbnail yet, well, so I don't have anything to pop up. Oiled machine. We're going to have a watch along for Inception. You know that movie where the city folds over on itself? And not Doctor Strange because we haven't gotten there yet on our MCU watch alongs. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Inception, we will be doing the watch along for that. So come back this weekend because I haven't seen Inception in a while, and I'm wondering if I'm going to understand it a little bit better this time. Uh, I will make sure of it. Yeah. Or I'll so die trying. That will be a lot of fun. Come back for that. I didn't uh, that. But before Saturday, this coming Friday, our good pal buddy o friends over on Call to Action. Uh, they, I'm not fully committed to this joke. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> call to action. They are doing a essentially a well, free for all with yeah. They're doing some trivia. 
with themselves and all of the generals of the action army. These are the people who are on the general tier level of action industries, uh, Patreon tier. Uh, those of y'all not familiar with the action industries is Andrew guy and Ben Bateman who are a part of team action from the movie trivia Schmodown, mm -hmm. which is that show that we're about to go do the replay on. Uh, so good. Glad we got your attention on this. You might need to know what's going on. On Friday, they are going to be doing this last general standing. It is a movie trivia battle royale with a lot of these people that you see on the screen right now all participating in some form or another. If you would like to participate in this, I believe you need to be at the general Patreon level of Action Industries. Uh, so make sure to go patreon.com slash, I, I can't remember the... Just look up Team Action or Action Industries. If you see Andrew Guy and Ben Bateman, if you know who they are, that's well, that's it right there. Oiled machine. But be a part of that. Uh, it's going to be movie trivia with a lot of people on there. And I cannot wait for that because I just love movie trivia. So, Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to be a part of it. That's why we're promoting it. Yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be in there as well, <laughs> answering questions, defeating everybody. So, uh, really, it's just gonna come down to who knows more trivia, me or my brother. I mean, that's what the whole thing is uh, is about. There's no point for anyone else to be a part of that. I mean, I remember the last time we were asked that question, you got thrown into a schmodown match. So, yeah, uh, and, and here's the thing: in all realisticness, I could I could probably so, like I I could probably do a promo real quick for it, and I would be like, look. <laughs> Out of everyone who's a part of that, uh, there's only one person who's effectively in there. By the way, it's uh, patreon.com slash team action. Team action, cool. Uh, there's only one person as of right now that's a part of that who's actually been on the Schmodown. And I know a lot of people are going to say, yeah, but you lost to Andrew Guy. Yeah, here's the thing. I lost to Andrew Guy. Andrew Guy knew he was playing that day. I did not. I know I'm playing on Friday. There's your promo. So make sure y'all hop on there. Uh, hop on the, their Patreon. Join them at the general tier uh, so we can all so we can all salute you. And, yeah, so you can participate in that because it's going to be a lot of fun to be defeated by me Lawyer. and my brother. Lawyer. Anyways, uh, that's going to do it for the tagline tonight. It's been a lot of fun. Next week we will be back uh, as long as the Schmodown is back to the two episodes next week. We will be back to doing the tagline. If it's not, get on to our uh, social medias and you'll find out what we're doing next week. Yeah, so Cinefanatics uh, Cine MLP, Robert Adams MLP, Chris Adams MLP. Make sure you hop on those so you can see exactly what our plan is for next week because we have no idea. Uh, but if it does go back to two times a week, we will not be doing a Schmodown replay on Tuesday, which means that this show will go back to its regularly scheduled time of 9.30 p.m. Central Time, 7.30 Pacific, 10.30 Eastern. Uh, and it will probably go back to, I think we're going to stretch it out to like an hour and a half, almost two hours. We're going to start adding some more fun things, more stuff with people in the chat. So make sure y'all are here for that because we're going to be a lot more interactive doing these for like one hour causes us to quickly rush through some of this and we don't get to have the fun relaxing time that we would typically like for the show to be. Uh, but it's still been a, a blast anyways, because it's just really good work on getting through things and, you know, like ending shows and saying things real fast anyways, because some of us tend to be long winded. Ooh. Yeah. Some of us do anyways. 
so that's going to do it for tonight. Make sure you follow us on all the social medias and everything. Join our Patreon. It's going to be a blast. Let's hit that beautiful bean footage music. Oh, yeah. So that's going to do it for tonight. Thank you all for watching. Thank you all for being in the chat. Make sure you stay right here on this channel because here in like about a little over 10 minutes, we will be starting the Schmodown replay, and I am eager for this match tonight. So, yes. Yep. Y'all have a great evening and good night. See ya.